Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. Total household debt grew by $1 trillion last year. That's the largest increase in overall debt since 2007. That's according to the New York Fed's quarterly report on household credit and debt. The total debt balance is now $1.4 trillion higher than it was at the end of 2019. Well, on this episode of Hartford County Living with Rich Bennett, we sat down in the Freedom Federal Credit Union studios to talk about debt consolidation. And is it right for you? Stay tuned. Welcome to the award-winning podcast, Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios. Each week, you'll hear interesting interviews, commentary, discussions, storytelling, and more. Here's your host, Marine Corps veteran, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and my father, Rich Bennett. So we're sitting here today with Carmen Marable of Freedom Federal Credit Union. One of the things we're going to talk about is uh, debt because during the pandemic and Carmen, correct me if I'm wrong, but people's debt has just been going through the roof. Yeah. Rich, it's great to be with you again. Thanks for having me. But yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think most people fall into two kinds of buckets since the pandemic started. One was they've really been impacted very negatively by right. what's going on. So um, whether they lost their job or um, wages were cut or they had to cut their hours. So financially, they're in a much worse place. Right. And then you have some people who, um, you know, everything kind of worked out for them. They they kept their job. They were, they were able to keep working. They had some stimulus uh, payments coming in. So they, they're a little more flush with cash. So, but both scenarios... Um, lead people to get into financial trouble with debt. So you have a little bit more money to spend. You start charging things that maybe you normally wouldn't on your credit cards. And and those who were negatively impacted, that was a resource that maybe the only resource they had was to um, use their credit cards and start building up debt that way. Um, But the important thing, no matter what group you fall under, it's important to attack that debt now as quickly as possible. Yeah, because I you and I know we did it. Yo, know, what do you do when you're home during a pandemic with nothing to do? 
You know, how many people started remodeling their house? Yeah. You know, and you, you're taking that credit card, using it, and that what I'll be honest with you, what scares me for 2022, tax time, mm-hmm. because those stimulus checks that everybody got, you know, we're going to end up having to pay taxes back on everything, yeah. and it, with the tax changes. Do you see debt going up even more in 2022 for people? Yeah, I think I think consumer spending is going yeah. is, is going up more, and you know you, you see how inflation has impacted us um, the last half of 2021, and the expectation is that will continue in 2022. But it's because demand is there and supply yeah. can't can't meet it, so people are willing to spend more for things that they quite often spent a whole lot less before. Yeah, like cars. Cars, it, just ridiculous. But everything from cars all the way down to groceries and yeah. just, just everyday staples are, are much more than what they were spending before. Oh, It's funny what you were saying before, Rich, about you know people are staying home now and they've been remodeling and right. spending money that way. There has been a shift in consumer spending where before the pandemic, people were going out more so they were going to restaurants they were going to concerts they were going they were traveling more and then the pandemic kind of took all of that away so people started spending things uh spending their money on things that they could do in their house Mm -hmm. so more money on um fitness equipment for the home so treadmills and bikes peloton did really well i was gonna say they did good (laughs) um you know the streaming services home improvement like you said so as we come out of some of those, you know, as, as, as the economy starts opening up and people start doing more, sometimes that spending needs to transition back. So people need to look at, well, the last two years I've been spending all my money on streaming services and, and maybe home fitness, but now I want to go to restaurants. I want right. to go to concerts. I want to take vacations. So that switch has to be made, has to be made again otherwise you're just spending more money and then and then which which leads to more debt what exactly is debt so debt's anything that you know that you're not paying yourself that you owe um for for as an expense to somewhere else so you've purchased something and you owe money on it so whether it's a car whether it's uh you know you took a vacation and you put that on your card so anything where you owe money to someone else because you've gained something from that. So you bought something, you purchased something, you experienced something, and then you owe you owe some money to someone else to pay for it. So is there a secret to get out of debt that we don't know about? I, I think the secret is just to live within your means. Right. You know, I think that's the most important thing. Um, what we see with debt is, you know, it's very easy to... Um, you see a lot of this buy now, pay later right. sort of thing. That It's that mentality. And I think that's where the men- mentality has to switch a bit that if you can't afford now, maybe you shouldn't buy right. now. So um, there's nothing wrong with taking on some debt. Um, you know, I, I look at credit cards as as opposed to a credit card, use it more as a convenience card or a charge card where – it's easy to use it as a as a, an electronic payment, but once that bill comes at the end of the month, try and pay that off. Yeah, um, you know it's if if you it, it's so easy to be able to dig yourself a hole that you really take it takes years to to come out of it. So like if you uh, 
if you had, I think the average credit card debt of the American household is around $6,600 right Eesh. now. So an American household's carrying $6,600 worth of debt. If they only made monthly payment or their minimum payment every month, it would take 17 years to dig out of that. And at, and at, wow. at, at the end of that 17 years, you're paying almost about $8,000 in interest. So you paid $8,000 in interest to have $6,000 worth of worth of charges. Whereas if you pay it off at the, you know, if you lived within your means, you paid it off when you got it, that's zero interest that you paid. You paid what you owed. God. Or if you paid $100 um, a month instead of the minimum payment, um, you, you'd cut that, you'd cut the amount of time that you owe right. in half and, and the amount of interest that you owe in half. So that's one of the things I learned, like with the mortgage. Mm -hmm. You know, if you pay ten dollars extra per month, where strictly towards the principal, the principal, right? The amount of time that it cuts your mortgage, you know, down to, it blew me away. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I guess well, credit cards are basically the same way, and your interest rates a lot higher on a credit oh, card than the house. Rates, interest rates are for credit cards are anywhere from, you know, for the average is anywhere from fourteen to twenty percent. So. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I like I said. I there's nothing wrong with credit cards if you're using it as a convenience, and right. you know you're able to get ahead of it and pay it off, uh, pay it off when that bill comes. But when you keep charging and you keep only making monthly payments, um, that's where you get into a lot of trouble. See, and that's one of the things I love, uh, you know, with like with Freedom, and I have I have the Visa check card. Yeah, that's the one thing I use. It, that way I know if the money's not in there, I can't use it. And, yes, I had did use the regular credit card at times because, as with everybody else, you know, during the pandemic, something goes up. Yeah. So we had to get a new HVAC system, um, the stove. I mean, it seems like everything started going yeah. up at one time. But it, it's – that Visa check card comes in a lot. And it seems like more people are using – and correct me if I'm wrong, but regular credit cards instead of that. Well, I think debit card debit cards are attached to your own money, so yeah. your own uh, your own checking account. So you really have to live within what's in your own account. Right. So I, I think from a from a discipline um, scenario, I think that's a really good way to way to go is is to say, well, I can't spend more what than what have. I have in my right. checking account. So. Um, I think the disadvantage is that credit cards give you a little more security because then you have the power of the the financial institution that right. issued that credit card behind you. So if there's a dispute, um, you didn't lose your own money. It's not money that came out of your account that now you're trying to get back from someone because they charged you yeah. incorrectly. So with a credit card, it gives you a little more safety and security. But, yeah, it, it totally, uh, you know— if you have a if you have a credit limit, so say you have a credit card and you you know your credit limit is ten thousand dollars, you have you have the ability to spend up to that ten thousand dollars or put right. ten thousand dollars on that credit card even if you don't have it to pay back, and that's where people get in trouble. All right, so let's say somebody has three credit card payments, car payment, God, whatever else, mortgage, student loan, whatever, throw yeah. everything in there. What can they do to bring all that 
together and yeah. down. I, I think the most important thing, Rich, is to address it. It's it's to attack it. So mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is have your hard-earned money work for someone else. So right. the last thing you want to do is pay back a financial institution in interest because you used their credit card or so I, I think one of the things is to, you know, if it's within your means, look at opportunities to be able to pay down that debt as quickly as possible. Um, you know, most financial advisors would tell you the most important priorities are you have like $1,000 in emergency savings somewhere just right. in case something ca- catastrophic happens, like your HVAC system, for example. Which $1,000 ain't going to do it nothing. Ain't, it, but it, but it, it gets <laughs> yeah. you part partly there. Right. So have that emergency savings. Then number two is have an additional savings of about six months in case like there's a layoff, you, you're, you lose uh, your job or, you know, you, you, you get injured on your job or something. You have some cushion, you have right. some savings. The third thing is attack that debt. So either, um, you know, a lot of people look at, you know, like you said, you might have three credit cards, you have an auto loan. One way of doing it is looking at the, the, the smallest amount that you owe and try and chip away and get rid of that. And it's almost like it's a win for you because you you attack that smaller debt and now I'm down one. I only have these two. Or the other way is looking at the the debt that you pay the most interest on and start attacking that first because you're spending more money on interest on this particular loan. So let's attack that and do it that way. A third way is a debt consolidation loan, which I think is a great way to go. Basically, a debt consolidation loan allows you to take all of that debt. So you have three credit cards, an auto loan, or so, you know, what a personal loan that you took out. You combine it all together in a low-interest loan, um, and then you just pay that one that one loan off. And you know, a lot of times, debt consolidation loans can be as low as you know. Four percent, five percent, which is really so much better than a twenty percent credit yeah. card loan. Um, and then you can spread that over, you know, whether you want to pay it off in six months, whether you need to pay it off in five years. It gives you a little more um, some options, a lower interest wow. rate option. Um, I didn't realize the debt consolidation loan is that low in interest. Absolutely. Well, not all of them are, but right. um, you know, I, there's a, a lot of financial institutions have good promotions. Freedom, for example, has a great debt consolidation loan promotion as low as 4.99%. So wow. to me, that's a great way to be able to take all of that debt, put it into one. You're going to save hundreds. You're going to save thousands over the life of that, over, uh, over the life of, uh, but I'm sure all debt can't be put into a debt consolidation loan, right? Well, you don't want to put types. You don't want to put your mortgage in. Mortgage is kind of like a good debt and most mortgage rates, um, you know, someone who gets a 30 year, 30 year fixed rate on a, on a mortgage is, is probably paying less interest on that than, than you would on, on, on a personal loan or a debt consolidation loan. So, but things like credit cards, a personal loan, uh, personal loans. If you have like a, a medical loan that you had to that you had to take out, right? Um, all of that can be put into a debt consolidation loan. Even student loans. Student loans as well. Really? Yeah. Man, so oh my god, so. that's a big plus because you figure stu- people getting out of college, some of these people are paying on that student loan for twenty years or more. Absolutely. 
Yeah, wow. I mean, so it would be important for someone to speak to a financial right. advisor with something like um, something like a student loan. But yeah, I think that you know if that if you're paying a much higher interest rate and you can get something like a, a, a personal loan or a debt consolidation loan at a lower interest rate, it, it, it makes sense to do it that way. The other option, the other option, Rich, is with um, like if it's just strictly credit card debt, um, a balance transfer to another credit card, a lower interest credit card is a good way to go. So if you have three very high interest rate mm-hmm. credit cards, you can transfer that balance to another credit card that um, most balance transfers um, have like a promotion, like a 0% promotion. Right. Like Freedom has a has a balance transfer promotion at 0% for 15 months. So you transfer all of your credit card debt onto that new credit card through Freedom. You get 0%. So you're paying no interest for 15, and then you have 15 months to pay that off. So right. you're basically just paying the debt that you owe. So basically that principle without any nice. interest to it. So that's another great option to, to go with. So how does somebody know if, if they should actually do a debt consolidation loan? I think it's having a conversation with your, your, uh, hopefully your credit union. Right. Um, so have that conversation, walk through, you know, what, what you're facing and they will customize um, some kind of plan that makes sense. And they'll, they'll put all the numbers together on the table so you can see without doing this, this is what you're owing every month. This right. is what you would pay in interest over the life if you pay at the current rate that you're paying. Or if you do a con- debt consolidation loan, let's say um, you get that 4.99% um, interest rate, you want to pay it off in, uh, in two years, this is what it would look like. Um, so someone will sit with you, especially, you know, if you come to freedom, sit down, you'll sit down with somebody and they'll custom tailor a plan that meets your needs. So people that listen to the podcast, you know, they always hear that this is coming from the freedom federal credit union studios. They've heard freedom federal credit union. God knows how many times during this, Mm -hmm. who exactly is freedom federal credit union? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're a credit union that serves all of Baltimore and Hartford County. So uh, if you are, if you live, work, worship, volunteer, attend school um, in either Baltimore or Hartford County, you can become a member of Freedom. And basically what being a member means is that you're an owner of mm-hmm. the credit union. So unlike a bank, um, a credit union is not for profit and all of our members are owners. So any profits we make at the financial institution goes back to our members. It's never about share owners. It's never about um, outside stakeholders that we have to pay. It's, um, you know, we always say it's, it's for people, not profit. So um, I feel like uh, most credit unions have the person's best interests in mind, as opposed to a share owner or anything else. So, um, and we feel like it, it, at Freedom, if it's about building relationships. So if you come in because you're having an issue and we sit down with you and we help you, you're going to trust us. And yes. it's about building that relationship. We're not trying to sell you products and services. We're trying to make um, your financial well-being better. And I, I think that's a fundamental difference from you know a, a credit union compared to any other financial institution i know you know whenever i go and i got my business account there and every time i go there it's just 
it's it's almost like you're dealing with family. Everybody's so friendly. And God, the one teller I've seen the past two times, and oh God, she's gonna yell at me because I forgot her name. But the, the, the last time I went there, because she had to think, tell her in training. Yeah. I said, okay, come on now. It's been long enough. I think you're done training now, aren't you? And, oh, God, I can't. But she was always just so pleasant, so easy to deal with. Even before the, you know, during the pandemic, you had you couldn't go in. Right. So calling up and dealing with everybody was yeah. just so easy. And all the different banks and credit unions I've been with throughout the years, Freedom by far is the best one I've been with, the easiest one to work with. That's great. The greatest people. Um, and it's and I learn something new every time when you guys come on. That's, that's a, I love that. Yeah, that's great <laughs> to hear, Rich. I mean, ultimately, you know, our members are are family to us. Yeah. We see the faces all the time, so um you know, we get as much a kick out of, out of seeing the people walk through those doors. And, you know, we try and make it easy for people to do to do business, to be able to have access to their to their money, to be mm -hmm. able to get the financial things that they need. So whether or not they, you know, you like to come in like you do, come into a branch and have a face to face or, you know, I don't want to go into a branch. Right. I want to do everything online. So. You know, online banking and mobile banking, you pr can pretty much do everything that you could in a face-to-face -face meeting yeah. by yourself using your technology. Or you want to speak to somebody, you know, call us on the phone and, and we can pretty much do anything that you need to be, uh, that you need done that way. So we try and make it easy to have access to us, to have access to your money and, uh, and make it easy for you that way. And the other good thing is, too, because when we started together you weren't in baltimore county yet exactly yeah. so now you've been it hasn't even been a full year yet right uh we so we announced it september of 2020 that oh, uh so that our you're field moving of, there that that we that our, our field of member yeah, yeah that our field of membership expanded into baltimore county so that was a that was um that was huge yeah. for us i mean so great because we knew um we were hearing from people that, oh, it's too bad I can't join because, I'm, you know, I don't have any right. affiliation to Hartford County. Um, so we wanted to make that happen. Um, so, yeah, we, our, we expanded as of um, late to, late 2020, and then we opened our first branch at Honeygo in Perry Hall in August of last year. So that's been going phenomenally well. I was well. going to ask you how the branch is Very well. I mean, good. such great people around there. Um and we yeah. have people really traveling all over to get to Honeygo just to have that face to face. So yeah, that it's doing phenomenally well. Um, the people there are great, and uh, I haven't couldn't been be inside that branch yet. Oh, you got to come by. I know. Well, I always go by. to Bel Air. Another but, great, another oh, great yeah. bunch of people. That's why so. I, I love more. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to stop in the, in the Honeygo branch. So yeah. any, you may not be able to say this or not, and if not, then I'll cut it out. So any plans on expanding? to other places yet yeah i mean we're we're looking at everything so right. whether or not you know when we talk at expanding that could mean a physical location right. that could mean um you know expanding some of the operations we have some of the technology offering more availability to do things remotely um looking at ways to enhance our call center operations mm -hmm. so when we look at expansion it's 
it's all of the above. It's not just branches, but it's technology and it's, it's, uh, you know, it's staffing, it's, it's everything. So, um, we can't be happier how it's going in Baltimore County, um, Harford County, you know, this is our route. So we'll continue to do everything right. that we have to, to support Harford County. So yeah, we, we look at everything to, to see what makes sense. You may have so. to change, change your tagline in the next five to 10 years to where if you breathe in Maryland, you could become, well, we, you know, we, we kind of joke that if, uh, you know, if you're on an airplane and you fly over Baltimore <laughs> or Harford County, we're going to try and try and help you out so. <laughs> you'll see the airline steward is all of a sudden get on and if you would like to get a, an account with freedom federal credit union we're flying over go to the rear now, hatch so. we'll provide the parachute jeez <laughs> right. carmen tell everybody the website uh it's freedomfcu.org. so all the information about um everything we talked about debt consolidation balance transfers um we have high yield checking and savings accounts anything that we could help you with um, you can find on the website. So freedomfcu.org. And I want to thank you again for uh, you know, everything you guys do in the community because that is just amazing, uh, all the stuff that you do. And I don't think a lot of people know about that. That's our number one priority. Yeah. It's all about, um, it, and it starts from the top with our CEO, Mike McPherson. He made it very clear that we are community first mm-hmm. and everything, you guys are. and everything else comes after that. So, um, being able to support the charities, the businesses, the nonprofits, the consumers, um, in the communities that we all live and work right. and worship is the priority. So, um, it kind of goes back to that idea that the, our, you know, our profits go back to the organization. Well, part of that is to be able to have funds to be able to support all the community right. initiatives that we want to do. So that's very important to us. So if you have an idea or someone you would like to hear on podcast, or if you would like to come on, let me know, send an email to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. And I will do my best to either get that person on, get you on or talk about the idea that you wanted me to talk about. And also if you can, please, please, please leave a full review at, lovethepodcast.com forward slash Harco Living. Again, that's lovethepodcast.com forward slash Harco Living. And also, please follow the Facebook page, Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. Again, it's facebook.com forward slash HCL show. What I tend to do is when you leave a full review and you follow the Facebook page, either or, or both, hopefully both, because it's a better chance for you. I do contests, or not contests, I give away things every once in a while. Whether it be gift cards or something else, this is your chance to win. And you can enter, well, of course, you can only like the page once, but they're full reviews as many times as you want, because you can leave a full review for certain episodes or for the podcast as a whole. And... Even if you liked it five years ago or left a review five years ago, you're in the drawing each time I do it. So again, you know, for the reviews, go to lovethepodcast.com forward slash Harco Living. And please follow and like our page at facebook.com forward slash HCL show. And I want to leave you with these words that a very wise man taught me at broadcasting school. If it is to be, it is up to me.